gonna be the gayest of all time. Better make it out tonight. It's amazing. Rainbow Bride is the gayest of all time. Hello, my little gay babies. It's your gay pimp daddy, John McGovern here. Here with a big announcement about the future of the gayest of all time. Sweetie, I'm jumping back behind the paywall. <laughs> yes, it's an uncertain time. And you know, I've given you free content for so many years, 20 years of free content. So I'm hoping that you will join me on my new venture, which is the gayest of all time, Patreon. I am there with all your favorite gay pimping and gayest of all time homies, Linda, Erica, Julie, Brandy, Adam Joseph, Teddy Marcus, Kevin Aviance, DJ Nita, they're all there. Even Crunk's going to come on. Um, I'm doing 10 podcasts a month on a bunch of different levels. So uh, the $5 level, you get one podcast a week, and that is the Sissy Bestie Podcast, where I am having conversations with all of my very favorite people in the whole world, and we're just having a good old kiki. This is a podcast meant to just be comforting uh, audio fodder for your brain. Brain candy you can just listen to and laugh and smile and forget about your troubles. Because that is what we are trying to do when we are recording it. So <laughs> I've been having a lot of fun. And after the trauma of last year, I really needed an escape. And I created that escape by secretly recording tons of podcasts with some of my favorite people and i continue to do it today because the patreon is launched and we're offering 10 podcasts a month uh level one is the sissy level where you get one sissy bestie episode per week or you can double up and get the $10 level, which gets you two podcasts a week. You get Sissy Bestie and you get Internet Hole, where me and one of my faves dive down an internet hole. We start at the top of a gaping internet hole and we end at the bottom. And who knows where we go? We look at all the freakiest shit, most pop culture, wild shit, the gayest stuff, toys and shit. I mean, all sorts of strange things. And we are having a lot of fun. Then, if you want to be a rich bitch, you can go up onto the $15 level where you get 10 podcasts a month. That's Sissy Bestie, that's Internet Hole, and then you get two episodes per month of Menergy. Sort of sequel to Schooling the Children where Teddy Margus and I go on a dirty gay deep dive into some of the gayest things in the world. We're talking classic gay porn. We're talking the international mail catalog. We're talking visits to the peers of the past. And so today I thought I would bless you with a little bit of all of these shows so you can get an idea of what you get if you join the Gayest of All Time Patreon. In addition to my love and gratitude. So let's take a listen. Now, first up, we have a, a clip. Uh, upcoming on the patreon which is an episode of sissy bestie where linda and i get into uh my new fantasy life as a bigfoot expert and cryptozoologist and sweetie the kiki just goes into the imaginarium from there Hello, sissy. Hello, sissy. <laughs> she says with disdain. <laughs> Listeners, I tried. I, I tried this. this. <laughs> I was like, Linda, we'll start the show by saying hello, sissy, and she'll say, uh, you'll say hello, sissy. Back. She's like, okay, hi, sis. And I said, no, hello, sissy. So then, when we do start, I get the disdain back. John, I gave you, if you could only have seen that line read, there was a lot of physicality in it that you would have just loved. Okay. 
I, I, was sip, I was sipping. When you said hello, sissy, when my cue came in, I was <laughs> sipping a mug. And my elbow had to perch onto the table. I did put the mug down, but it changed <laughs> positions. And I cocked my head and I said, hello, sissy. <laughs> With an exhale, oh, that's like okay. we're office mates. Like yeah, right. We're we're, like mates. we're office mates, exactly. Hey, hey, Lynn, uh, John, um, do you want to head down to Chipotle for lunch? Oh, I've got a memo to do, John. John, John well, I want to let you know that this podcast, John, has yes. already sent me down a well of pleasures. A well of pleasures. Because I did look up Reddit bigfoot reddit and within a few scrolls i found a 1972 feature man or big or or beast bigfoot man or beast okay and it's all old timey people talking about their bigfoot experiences including a man who says he was kidnapped by bigfoots who kept him in a cave and he only escaped by giving them his snuff which made them crazy. And then he was able to run away. Wow. They're, and they're all old timey. It's like you and me on the first season of Gay Pimpin. They're like, well, you see here, right. I was, we were out in a mining cabin and these beasts, seven to nine feet tall, long in the shoulders, tiny waists, muscular, come up, banging on the walls, throwing rocks. It was amazing. And then they cut him off. They faded out. Uh, a, d a delight. I haven't even gone all the way through it, but let me tell you, a delight. And I'm sure it peaks with the 1967 classic Bigfoot footage. Wow. I'm convinced just by scrolling this Reddit quickly that Bigfoot's real. I mean, definitely. I mean, I, I do. I, the The evidence is out there, and I am enjoying it. Because why? Because I find it scary. It gives me a thrill. It's not that I really care. I'm not so much a cryptozoologist as I'm a cryptid thrillologist. I like to see the footage. Recently, I watched a clip of someone who was who was in the woods alone, and they saw big, like a Bigfoot standing there in the in the back, like back into the woods, just standing there still staring at them. Can I tell you that's scary, John? That's scary, John. And there's another clip where somebody has, uh, it's like a dark footage, but if you zoom into the dark, you see glowing eyes, and then they dip. Like the duck down. That is also scary, John. I, it seems like there's just regular old footage of them out there. Exactly. I mean, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna keep diving in because I, I, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna be like the people in the Sasquatch Society and sue the government to get fish and wildlife out here to check out this new species. And give it the proper funding. That was another video I watched about a man. He was furious that fish and wildlife never came out to investigate. So, fish and wildlife already know. And the men in black are on it. Okay, sweetie? Like, we've got... What you need to be doing is uh, uh, using the Freedom of Information Act to get the Bigfoot documents declassified. Oh my goodness! Is Have anyone I trying? got a new hobby or what? <laughs> is anyone ask yourself? Is anyone trying to get the Bigfoot documents declassified? Do we just not know what to call them? Sure, Area Fifty One. Let's. We all know that's aliens declassify. But like, what do you say? The Olympic Forest, Sasquatch Beast. What are the files called? Bigfoot. Where, uh it's got to be Bigfoot because they've got to have something that everyone in the agencies would understand across all the agencies. Monster Linda, Monster Hunters. Yes, exactly. John and John and Linda and John Monster Hunters. Maybe that part of the theme goes like, if it's John and John, then it's Linda and John. And if it's John and Linda, then it's Bigfoot too, because John loves cryptoids, monster stuff. He likes to think about the scary stuff. Yeah. That's like the extended version. Do you think about caves often? Caves? 
Yeah. Like what's in caves and going into caves? Yeah, totally. Nah. No, I definitely would never. This is why I'd be actually a bad monster hunter. I ain't going in no caves. You're more of a monster observer. Yeah, I'm a mo- I'm a crypto thrillologist. I just want to see other people's footage of it. I wouldn't mind seeing it from afar, right? But oh, I don't need saying. to be up in big. For, if you spot Bigfoot, call me first so I can also come and look from afar. And right, then, exactly. I'm not looking to have a encounter with Bigfoot or actually interact with Bigfoot except from a distance. Get some far? good footage. How far away? You know he's a runner. He's gonna put those know, hands on the floor and just and just heave his body forward. I mean, I did see footage of someone who was using their like backup cam in their car, and there was a Bigfoot running toward them. Now they say it could be fake, but it looked pretty real to me. Mm. <sighs> I would. I prefer the kind where when you film it, Bigfoot is so small, but when you were in real life, he was. You can see it much clearly, and that's good enough. Right. Like, I'm on top of a cliff, and it's in a valley. You know what I'm saying? I see. I see. I see. Yes. You want some... some. You want up. You want to be over. I don't want to get in Bigfoot's space, and I don't want to hear it be like, whoop, 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 because they make all weird whooping sounds. And I don't want Bigfoot to throw rocks at me, because Bigfoot's be throwing rocks. That's one thing I know about them. Bigfoot's be throwing rocks. Wow. Doesn't everybody know that? Wow. Um... You're right about that. Big tree trunks, too. Just heaving them. Oh, there is a lot of tree breaking when you look at these. Some of the, There's a video of, of a, big, a, a Bigfoot, alleged Bigfoot, ripping a tree right down. But more than trees, we know it's all about the rocks, and it's very I BFBTR. Think, you know what I think you want more so? I think that you want to own a Bigfoot-themed cabin bed and breakfast in the woods. On a cliff with a with a with a Over fake a uh, Bigfoot person, where you always get to see Bigfoot because I send somebody into the woods in an outfit. <laughs> yes, but and that's where I get. Uh, I last episode, I imagined the lazy bear spooky hike after the tea dance. You can go on a spooky hike where a sexy guy will dress up in a Bigfoot outfit and like kind of be spooky. But maybe you come across the real Bigfoot. That's why I do like that. I want more. I'm looking for a theme park adventure. Like I'm in a tram. And Bigfoot is, you know, over there. And then I can just tram away, you know? You want to be, be in the gondola overhead. You want... Uh, that you need, is correct. You need to have... The bed and breakfast needs to be very nearby to the gondola over the gorge. No, I'm going to buy my own... I'm going to buy my own... I'm going to build and buy my own gondola system. And it'll, I'll build it over a very Bigfoot intense area. And at the top is the bed and breakfast. And right. then you can ride the gondola. And then you can do the hikes in the Bigfoot areas where you might see them. And you can zip line also through the woods. And that way you can just zip over and maybe see them. That would be very frightening, actually. Well... Imagine if you were ziplining and there was fucking Bigfoot and he was like, Rawr! and he almost catches you by the foot. That's Ron. <laughs> that's right. That's a, Don't worry. That's just Ron. He works for us. What's he it works. called? Bigfoot B&B&B. Ranch. B&B&B. BF, B&B. Bigfoot Ranch. BFB&B. We're a, B, we're a BBB. It's a Bigfoot Ranch and we're a BBB. Bed and breakfast and Bigfoot. Right. And you sell lots of slippers, gigantic feet slippers, and T-shirts and hats. It's mostly merch. You have your cabin, and then you have three guest cabins, and then you have a mess hall and a merch. That's great. And then there's the the place where the Bigfoot actors it lives. It's further on well, the property. The hot, you can't see it. The hot tub and the stage, and then back further is you know we call that the 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 barracks. You know. Right. That's, but also, I do have a review once a week where the, drag Bigfoots do a show <laughs> in the theater. What I wouldn't give to see a drag Bigfoot review. It would be incredible if you've never seen Lady Bigfoot, John, Jade, John, do hold on, wait, a hold dip. On. Is this your moment? Is this your time to get on the show that shall not be named? Oh, as a Bigfoot drag? Bigfoot drag queen, Johnny McGovern on RuPaul's Drag Race. 
The thing I look, John, I, it seems like you have a lovely costume. You've done a nice job here. Uh, sure. Or my name will be Sass Squatch. Sass Squatch. You're oh really good. You're really great. You're really great. And this is a great look. But I just don't want you leaning too much on being a cryptid on this competition. We need to see you be a lot of other things. Uh, if you're going to be a big Sasquatch, we get it, Bigfoot. But what about Loch Ness Monster? What about dog people? What about, uh, you know, any of those other things? Sass, Am I wrong, Sass, Sass, if you go for it, you could be the next uh, drag monster for sure. If you really, after you all really these years it. posting, hey queen, I never thought that I would have a future doing exclusively hairy Bigfoot drag as Sasquatch. Wouldn't it be fun though? You know, everyone loves pink Chewbacca at DragCon. Look, we'll just file that under maybe, but better than that, I'm saving a job for Erica later <laughs> in her years if she needs. Get her hairy outfit. She could do shows as Sasquatch at my BBB, bread and oh, breakfast at Bigfoot, oh, at the Bigfoot B- Ranch. At the BBB. You've got a starring turn for her. Like It's like she, oh, maybe she could be like the beauty in the middle of the Bigfoots. You know, like there she's. That's true. That's true. But then again, I mean, I would want her to really turn it. I would need her to like make a, like put all of her glamour on hold and well, give me maybe, a new glamour as maybe, Sasquatch. Maybe she, maybe she plays both characters. Maybe she plays the beauty, the beautiful oh, explorer. the transformation. And, yes. And the Sasquatch monster. Yeah. The, the. The uh, Bigfoot Ranch BBB is a lot like the Circle JJ, but it has uh, the Circle JJ Ranch that we visited so many years ago, but with Bigfoot Adventures mixed in. That's the fun part about it. I love it. Well, booking 2022. Sasquatch. Everyone's living for Miss Sasquatch. I've got to look online and see if there's someone named Sasquatch already. Because if not, I've just come up with a great drag name for someone. Use your hacking skills to get sneak into the internet and find out. I don't see anyone named Sasquatch. Sass. The Northwest's hottest drag queen is Sasquatch. She could be seen playing venues throughout the forests of Oregon you're and not, Washington. You're not fucking kidding. She would put her behind a plexiglass mirror, have them drive by through in the forest doing burlesque. Oh, God. Sasquatch. Oh, my God. The Sasquatch drag Bigfoot review. <laughs> Where you drive into the woods, okay? Okay, you drive into the woods. There's pre-show music. It pumps into your your car, so you're hearing everything on the radio. And so you get there. Everyone turns their uh, car lights on, and, the, and there's lights hung on the trees. Then the lights on the trees, they go out. And then one tree lights up, and a lady... Long-nailed Sasquatch, the star of our show. She peeks around one. But that's not all, ladies and gentlemen. What's that over there? It's another lady Sasquatch. That's what I'm saying. She's wearing pumps. And wait a minute, there's another. And is that a mini Sasquatch right over there? Yes, it is. And then what do they do? They say, ooh, ooh, turn it, cunt. And the beat drops. And all the lady Sasquatches start turning a show like we haven't seen since Junior Vasquez after hours at the Palladium 1997. They are it's like a 15 minute experience eight cars go in eight Sasquatches one per car do a choreographed syncopated number and it's it's amazing. We just turn them through there. Let's make money on this. Turn right them now. through. It's like it's great turn for the Sasquatch burn. queens. Exactly. Just it's twenty five shows a day, but it's fifty dollars. They're throwing See they're the throwing dollars out of the car into the into the forest, and little chipmunk dressed go go boys are just picking up every dollar and putting picking them into up, exactly. an organic burlap sack. Leave yeah. leave nothing behind. 
I mean, there's so many great parts of the show. When the lumberjack strippers came out to when the girls were changing outfits, they did a number. And then, of course, the girls popped up and scared them in quotes away, and they ran off. They ripped (laughs) off their own pants. Just a delight. God, the Sasquatch drag review. Perfect COVID entertainment. Perfect COVID entertainment. Do you want to take, can we take a break for a second? I'll put my chicken in the oven since we're just about to do it, and I'll be right back in like five minutes. Do it. Do it. Okay, John, I'm back for my ring, ring, John, ring, ring. I'm back for my chicken, ring, ring. Hello, uh, crypto, crypto, cryptology's uh, campgrounds. How can I help you? I'm sorry. Cryptology campground. Oh. How can I direct your call? I'm looking for. Uh, I'm looking for. Uh, hi, by the way. Hi, I'm Melinda. Hi, hi. Thanks for answering. Um, what's Hello, your- Linda. Big Sal here. We got all the cryptids you want. We got Bigfoot tours. We got spooky hikes. We have the world famous drag Bigfoot entertainment troupe <laughs> featuring the naughty lumberjacks. Whatever you want, we've got it at the crypto campground. Well, I'm looking for Big Sal. You know, like I was trying to call my friend John, who is a monster hunter, which is funny that you answer. Um, but I am very interested. Johnny. I'm very interested in Bigfoots, and I'm interested in booking a party of twelve Bigfoot drive-through drag show. Is that possible? Can I do that on the twelfth? Uh, oh, please hold. Let me just. I'm new, so I'm getting used to the system. Okay. Uh, okay. What is that? No, stop. And go, go, go. Ugh, I just never press the right button. Okay, so party of two for the drag 12. show. 12, actually, 12. Party of 12. Okay, do you want the 3 p.m.? This is our openings. 3 p.m., 4, 5, 8, 30, 11, 15. You know, Sal, you know, Sal before I book, I wanted to know, um, are the dra- I was curious, are the drag queens... Um, are they wearing like hairy costumes or are they um, hairy people um, doing drag? We try not to put categories or labels on our performers. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> we just want you to know it's the best Bigfoot drag entertainment in the Northwest. Okay. All right. Um is there, is, are you serving, are you, do you serve any refreshments or is it just There's nuts and berries on the, on the drive-in. You can pull them <laughs> off the bush. Just, you have, okay. Wow. Um, I'll be, BYO snacks apparently. Okay, great. Who's the headline? No, is it's there? not. It's B-Y-O-A-B-B-N. <laughs> Bring your own snacks except berries and nuts. Okay, well, you, you've got Because we don't allow you to bring your own berries and nuts. The idea is you will eat our berries and nuts. Well, how but anything we... else, macaroni, salad, pancakes, whatever, we don't care as long as it's not berries and nuts. That's a little odd, but... Um, and they're free? They just take them off the tree? It's free. We get sponsored by different types of bushes. You know, my son um, has a very, he's very particular about the blueberries that he eats, and he loves this one type of blueberry, and like, and I, he will be seeing him eating them, just so you know, while we're there. That's fine, but I just want to let you know, if we see you with berries that are not ours, we will confiscate them. Oh. Well, <laughs> a very bizarre environment you've got going on here at this look it is i'm new here i just read what's on the sheet and they wrote it in bold don't bring your own berries and nuts all right okay now will i be able to camp on the grounds or do i have to rent a cabin or is there is this just a drive-through exclusive well it depends on what package you're getting right now you just gave me a reservation for 12 (laughs) for the drive-in drag show okay we are of course a licensed bbb bed breakfast and bigfoot right you can also sign up for the full day package including the hunting for bigfoot scrambled egg breakfasts uh bigfoot's possibly in the eggs depending on whether they burn them or not 
And then you can also, uh, of course, go on the spooky hike at night. And it's very popular. Guaranteed Bigfoot sighting. Oh, guaranteed, you say? Yeah, you're guaranteed. Well, it is my wife's 50th birthday. Wife? Yes, I, yes, I know. Could you believe it? Um, and um, All right. And um, I will book, we'll book, we'll book a, uh, egg scrambled eggs. Okay, neither of you have a heart condition? Um, um, yes, both of us, terrible heart conditions. I'm sorry to tell you that the Bigfoot Ranch, BBB, and even the Lady Bigfoot Drag Show uh, is not is not good for you. We can we cannot accept you unless you sign a waiver. Is it too thrilling? Exactly what it says on the sheet. Too thrilling for people with heart conditions. You have to sign a waiver. Then you see it, you love it. Maybe you get too thrilled, you might die. That's your prerogative. Right. Well, this has been unique. Thank you so much for your time. I look forward to, um, I guess, not going. Well, I'm sorry for you. If it was you, I'd risk my life. It's a great show. (laughs) (laughs) But remember, no nuts and berries except what we offer. On the bush. I won't bring any. I will. I promise you. I, even though, even though my son is very particular, I will make sure you have blueberries there. The berries you get are the berries <laughs> you get. We say on the sheet here: assorted berries. A no- if you want your own berries, you eat them before you come in the campground or after. Okay, that's that's fair. You uh, can put them in our berry locker at the parking lot. <laughs> Is this a problem for you? Often? Yo, God, the amount of people I hear trying to get their own berries in, it's a real pain. All right. Well, I'm sorry that you have to live this way. Who were you calling for in the first place? I'm just going to talk to John. Honestly. Who? Johnny McGovern, Monster Hunter. Oh, I think I met him earlier. Like I said, it's my first day. Excuse me. Excuse me. Are you John? Phone. Thank you, Big Sal. Hello? Johnny, it's Linda. Oh, hi. Who is that? Sal didn't even tell me who was calling. Who is that, Johnny? Who's living in your house running a Bigfoot bread and breakfast? (laughs) I'm doing the secret, Lynn, and so I decided... (laughs) To start taking reservations for the BBB Bigfoot Ranch with the Sass Squatches drag review Early. before it was ready. And I hired Big Sal. He's a big fan of A-Queen. Okay. He said he'd be happy to do it for the experience. He's an intern. Dream it, be it. So throw away those green gems and we'll Still fun after all these years. Oh, so much fun to reconnect with Linda and do it in a podcast manner. Uh, There's tons of episodes with me and Linda doing Sissy Bestie, but I can't forget about some of my other favorite ladies. Of course, Julie and Brandy and I have been meeting up in the park for socially distanced podcasts. And in this one, I help them discover the joys of the Murder She Wrote audiobooks. about a performance that is sweeping my bedroom (laughs) it is a performance that we didn't know we needed but we're so glad that we got handing him back the paper this is not good it'll certainly shake the nuts out of the trees he said that's what i'm afraid of then again you might get a good lead or I'll get more leads than I can possibly pursue in a month's time, and it's most of them in a month's time. Does that sound like a woman you've been watching a lot? All into a pile on the floor. Is that supposed to be Jessica Fletcher? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Who's voicing so her? An impersonator <laughs> who reads the audiobooks of Murder She Wrote. In case, 
I don't have any idea. I mean, I don't have any idea. She has a bit of a yeah, Bronx. Yeah, who is she? Gray? She's, she's giving like Grey Gardens? She's, well, she's giving the main accent. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Well, I had to go. I've, like, you know, I've been watching Murder, She Wrote. And Murder, She Wrote is... Now, I go from my comfort... Um, what I need for comfort <laughs> at home has gone from, like, Star Trek... I'll go, like, Star Trek, whatever... But now Star I'm Trek in anything. Yeah, right? anything. We get it. But now I'm in. Ugh, I can't. I need like only old lady comfort zone. Mm-hmm. It's a tough and place to be. Yeah. Means the world's rough when you yeah. only want the old ladies. And Golden I Girls, Murder Miss, She Wrote, yep. Snoop Sisters, Miss Marple, um, and British too. Like uh, getting into like I just need British voices. Midsummer Mysteries, <laughs> Julie. Anything mystery, Victoria. Like just so. But Murder She Wrote is giving you. 80s love boat style yes. special guests. Yep. I just watched one that Miss Bruce Jenner did was in. Did you think I was a good actor, <laughs> Julie? I, if you did, okay. uh, there's a r- little lunch at the <laughs> Ivy in it for you, Julie. <laughs> I mean, Shopping, Ivy little lunch. It was so good. Bruce Jenner did so much acting in the fucking. So they much had acting. him putting. So he was acting. the big. We forget what so a big much. star they were. Yeah. Back yeah. in the fucking day. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of on Huge. the Wheaties, which you could have been putting the equal on, but you busted right. the cornflakes. I mean, that's true. But now, Julie, uh, I'll tell you this. I do want to tell you. Mm, both. Go ahead. I know that you. Brandy could. I don't know what your mystery skills are. I'm uh, assuming they're good because you mm-hmm. like to listen and watch them. Oh, he is an online investigator for sure. I am already a <laughs> uh, cryptozoologist yeah. online only. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. And I watch these shows even as basic as um, <laughs> Miss Murder, She Wrote. And I'm like, I don't know who did it. I can't figure it out. And literally, are the people until doing what I said, where they look into the distance. Oh, it's looking, and everyone is <laughs> being seeing suspicious. guilty. Yeah. And, and it's like, oh, um, Je- oh, Miss Fletcher, it's so wonderful to meet you. <laughs> yes. We're going to be saying. having tea on the veranda. Would you like to join us? That's Every what I want you guys single to both person. Of you. I want you to have to go and audition for a remake of Murder, She Wrote, uh, just to be the I limo driver and have to look up into the sky. Right this way, Miss Fletcher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right this way, Miss Fletcher. And then all the guys. Have you been to <laughs> Pittsburgh before? Johnny couldn't even do it because he's so likable. Could you seem uh, like a killer, Johnny? Right this way, Miss <laughs> Fletcher. <laughs> Oh well, you could also be like she always has like a nephew oh, or oh, yeah. or uh, a, you know what a, a guy I, friend or right. whatever her older nephew yeah. I'm <laughs> aging <laughs> out. I always thought I was a sassy teen sidekick for old stars. I mean, but I've yeah. aged out. Uh, yeah, I know. I want to be. You just want to be. That's no, you what you want to be. Completely be her nephew. She's like, what is she in the show? Is she only sixty? I'm fifty-two. <laughs> like the Golden Girls, where they were like, I'm still in my early fifties. Well, Angela Lansbury's still alive, and she's 95. I know, and she's living. She has a grandson who does uh, YouTube videos where he throws shade to Lucille Ball for her performance in MAME. <gasps> he does musical. Is uh, he gay? Yes, he's a gay. Oh, my God. And he um, is a musical-loving oh gay. Oh, I'm going to go for And him. he does a video <laughs> that's like, why my grandma was better in MAME than Lucille Ball with receipts or something like that. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, that's... Snap. That I is mean, true. Yes, clear. That yeah. is true. Lucille Ball was terrible in Maine. Angela Lansbury, famously, second season of Murder She Wrote. She said uh, she was having, she was feeling uh, a little down and how she looked. Oh. And the the pressure of doing the show was a lot, but she found a surgeon who got rid of the jowls. And oh, helped I her made with it her on yet. camera and started to relax. Oh, more well, I can tell you, Julie and I show. walked to our tanning salon. And uh-huh. then legendary walks. We first did. Julie needed to let me know that Angela Lansbury is exercising <laughs> on every episode. She is. She's like, she's just fit. You know, she's just walking. She's running. I don't know. If she's fit. And I go. And then I'm thinking, well, that could have just been for the show. No, I feel like that's just what she's into. <laughs> and then we transferred over to what plastic surgery we want just naturally mm-hmm. without even know- knowing that about the second season. Yeah. I mean, and what course. hormones I need to take and what energy supplements I need to go on. I mean, all- she's jogging in Murder, She Wrote. She's <laughs> jogging was, in a remember, sweatsuit though, with a towel around her neck. It was the era for old people to tell you that they were still young. They still got it more than ever. Now it's just assumed 
if you know if you're you can keep it cute into your 50s or whatever right but at that time they were always showing old ladies exercising to let you know they were vital they could still solve mysteries mm. they could still do wacky stuff if you remember yes. life with lucy Ew, from yeah, 1986 no, I don't like to watch that we met lucy uh-uh. running in in a jogging suit mm-hmm. listening to a walkman of rock music another person that has my same birthday her son Desi uh, Arnaz Jr. Jr. Mm-hmm. January 19th. Interesting. That's just weird you would bring her up because I don't think I've talked about her. And Well, actually, no. I saw on Twitter that Nicole Kidman is going to maybe play lame, her. Lame, <laughs> lame, lame. Like- I feel like I saw on Twitter that it was no. a... Yeah. It was a- it was a fight between Deborah Messing and Nicole Kidman. More like, yeah, Deborah Messing wishes. Nicole was cast 300 oh, years was. ago. Oh, and my God. Everyone Nicole said Kidman. Deborah Messing yeah. uh, was robbed. And Deborah Messing's agents were like, nobody called. And then uh, who's the guy? Isn't it like. It's. Enrique Iglesias? No, I, I feel like it's, it's like another somebody, very serious actor. Yeah, that I wouldn't it's a think serious actor. Javier Bardem. Yeah. Yes. No. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Get the. I was we'll see. Who's the guy from Fear and Loathing? I was thinking it was him, but I think it's Javier Bardem. Yeah, I believe it oh, is. Oh, um, you know Benicio. Benicio. But I think it's Javier Bardem. It, it, can you imagine the the trip it would be if they had Benicio del Toro play Desi Arnaz in that real speaking? Yeah. What did he do? I mean. Wow. Lucy, Interesting. Uh, Lucille Ball okay. should literally be reanimated from her goddamn coffin and wow. be like, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Because, please. What I mean, era are they going to do? <laughs> uh, Nicole Kidman, I'm not buying it. with Because we all know Lucy know. started off like, Wah, and then she, she finished off like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I've been chain smoking for four to two years. I like playing bridge. <laughs> That's what I do. I play bridge. <laughs> well, famously. I visit with the grandchildren. <laughs> her kids hated her. Apparently, she's a terrible mother. <laughs> she's a total and bitch. Before you huge bitch. You and know it's all about Ethel or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of, I'll never forget, we never really watched Lucy in our household, but when it would come on, my mother would be like, she would be nothing without Ethel. And, mm. the, and it was always a thing about Ethel Mertz. Well, I can tell blah, you, my blah. mom obsessed and that mm. bitch would be black and white put it on here's the candy one have to call me in when they're eating the I chocolates mean, it is a she classic. was obsessed that was hilarious well famously also speaking of mame lucille ball who was in that movie the remake after because they already made the one with Rosalind russell right. um it was so torturous for them to make that movie yeah because she she couldn't get through even one take it took like it took them. I'm forever. not a singer, <laughs> Julie. I'm America's sweetheart. Oh, I love that. She was extremely nervous. She croaked like a frog. Yeah, she, she was sing. not a singer. Yeah. She was cracked out, and I love that. It was before auto tune, so they had to just <laughs> use what they were going to use, and she did a lot of. Speaking instead <laughs> of the singing. Yes. <laughs> Which is a cornerstone of that shit now. But yeah. everybody talks singing. Right. She did give us some of the most beautiful, lingering, gorgeous, cheesecloth close ups in <laughs> Maine blurry. because she would in the in Mariah Carey could never. I mean, <laughs> she made them film like everything else like normal filming, everyday life, and then her it's like a soft luminescence. <laughs> like the Vaseline. drag race season one is could has nothing on Lucille Ball Mame filter from nineteen seventy six, sweetie. Yeah. I'm yeah. like getting more into her by the moment. She's a huge <laughs> bitch. She's drunk and high. She's making him start the takes over. I love it. I mean, yeah. And you know what, Desi? Go fuck off. And she told Desi to go fuck off. Desi was long gone by then. She's a tough. She was a tough lady. She loved to play bridge. <laughs> <laughs> there was some faggot who was lucky enough to become her late in life friend, oh. and he would play. Was it bridge that she loved? It's one of those games. God. Hearts, Kenoki, Pinocchio. It could be Bridge. My mother plays Pinocchio. Dominoes. Pinocchio. Bridge takes a, you have to have like a group though. Right. There has I, to be like. She loved playing. God, what did she love I to play? Know. Anyway, Pinocchio. he somehow became her friend late in life and would hang out with her Ooh. and play. And 
that person I was so jealous of for years getting to live my kids. Well, yeah. we know. Why were you like a Lucille Ball stan? Sweetie, when I was in seventh and eighth grade, I was obsessed with old lady stars making a comeback. We had just lived through Life with Lucy, where she had crashed and burned trying to make a comeback. That. Well, it was 1986. Picture it, 1986. Okay. The Golden Girls have just made a splash on NBC. They're digging up. They're getting out the shovels, and they're getting out the de-embalming fluid <laughs> to bring back every old star. Murder, she wrote, a hit at this time. So old lady stars are having a moment. Lucille thinks, this is it. It's time to make my comeback. Old people are, are there. They do a huge deal with ABC. Aaron Spelling is producing. Uh-oh, there's your They there's the do problem. a 22-episode commitment. The money is no object. Lucy's back. Hair red. She gets Gail Gordon, the old grumpy guy from the 60s. He's on. She gets the original writers from I Love Lucy. Oh, my God. Who are all at least 80. This will be funny, girl. I got something right, for you. Exactly. So and they cast her as a sassy grandmother. Gail Gordon is the grandfather-in-law, uh, and they have a milk toast family, <laughs> including the girl who played the girl who was in the... Beverly Hills, true, true Beverly Hills. What's her name? Oh, Jenny. Jenny uh, Rilo Jen, Kylie. Jenny Lewis. Jenny Lewis was the granddaughter. Because wow. she has red hair too. Gingers. Right. Wow. So then they they do the show. It has Lucy doing stuff like she was, you know, like filling up the uh, filling up the hardware store that they own together with suds. Oh <laughs> no, Mr. Gordon's gonna <laughs> be not furious. The highest, the no. highest rated episode was John Ritter makes a guest appearance, oh, that makes and they sense. do wacky comedy together. But the audiences roundly rejected. Aaron Lucy. Spelling can't nail something like that. And no. it was canceled, and then a year later she died. But in between Aww. the time that she died, two years later, in between the time she died, she was contacted by a young talent executive. Named Johnny, Johnny McGovern. McGovern <laughs> he had who, started a new agency. Who wrote her a letter with including pencil drawings of a new show for her, which was supposed to be her new adult take on her life called what? Lucille. Okay? It was called Lucille. And she played a grumpy grandma. Perfect. Okay. That's what she should have done. Was her grandson? Living in Buffalo with... <laughs> A grandson <laughs> who was pretty it. sassy, and I wrote eyes. it up. I sent it in to Beverly Hills, and then six months later, I received a letter oh. on Lucille Ball stationery. Wow! I'm sure it me made her day. I don't uh, accept anything from people without agents, but good try and. Thank you for thinking of it me. It probably really made her happy. Yeah. Well, it didn't matter whether it made her happy wow. because I lived on that. <laughs> I dined out on it for years. Gotta love my sissies. Now, another sissy that I've been podcasting with is, of course, Erica Tor Aviance. Sticky. Um, this episode we recorded when I was visiting her in December and we <laughs> started talking about, uh, well, getting older and the patron saint of getting older, Samantha Jones. I'm closing in. You are not closing not in, on 50, Erica. On my 40s. I'm closing in on 50, closing only on 11 years to go. Less than a year to go until like 40 years old. Well, darling, I'd like to tell you something. What? 40s are fabulous. <laughs> Thank you, Smith. Oh, Abu Dhabi. <laughs> 40s are fabulous. I will not be appearing in the next movie. I refuse. Those <laughs> bitches can suck my twat. I'm 70 years old. I, I have better things to do. pull it together <laughs> to do it again, no matter how much they paid me. <laughs> she really hates them. Yeah. She's like, fuck you. I love it. I love the way that she's so blatantly fuck you. She's like, I don't... She not so much so that she hates them, 
is what I'm a fan of. I'm a fan of the whole the way that she's well, like, are it's you a, fucking serious? It's a no. Yeah, it's, it's a, a no, no for me. Yeah. That's what she said. It's a no for me. It's a no for me. And just when she goes into, she's gone into it in the past. She's like, this is very difficult. To, so yeah. I can't, I can't do this for anymore. Like I can't do this forever. Well, she it's has to be nude. She shape. has to be perfect. Yeah. She can't age. Everyone's going to rip her to shreds. Yeah. If she looks old or acts old or does anything like that. And, and she's like, I'm an old lady. And they also are <laughs> never going to pay her what she wants, which is the same as Sarah Jessica Parker, mm-hmm. which you know, I know Sarah Jessica Parker is a producer, okay? But she's always, I'm sure she, in her contract, she is paid more than anyone else. Mm. And she, Kim probably wants points on the movie. Yeah. And, and she should. She honestly, should. She's everyone's favorite character. Pretty much. Come on, Erica. You know the world loves Charlotte. <laughs> I mean, okay. If she had one lovely, she had one shining moment. In the in the first movie, yeah, I mean Charlotte, I I don't have a favorite. They're not Golden Girls, so they're they're good as a as a team. Yeah, it all works, but you know Samantha is Abu Dhabi. (laughs) Forty is fabulous. Here's to us. We're all in menopause. (laughs) My pussy is dry. Dry. (laughs) I just can't get over. I mean, the fashion moments are numerous and beyond iconic. My personal fave, though, is uh, Carrie wearing in the last scene of the I think the, like the first movie when they're married and she's just lounging, pretending that that um, her lawn van evening gown is like a house dress. She's just like lounging around the house with her feet up on the sofa mm-hmm. in the uh, that huge jellyfish long van flowy number in green. Mm. You remember that? I don't. I was like, that is a very expensive gown. I actually got to wear uh, the orange, uh, the mustard version of that same gown. Wow. For a gig that I had for lawn van back in the day. Sophia Lamar actually did it as well. Coco did it. Oh, uh, I remember when you did that. Yeah, Harriet did it. Jamie did it. Mm. Um, a bunch of other people. But anyway, yeah, I got to wear that same dress. It was not. It's that's not a cheap dress. It's not a house dress. <laughs> it's not a house dress. Miss Carrie Bradshaw to the floor, please. That is not a house dress. It was just like a trapeze gown, and uh, I remember. It did not. I really, really wanted to wear it. It was the only thing that I really, really wanted to wear. Um, all this stuff was pretty, but it was all very like lady stuff. Mm. And I was like, I want something fantastic. I was like, doing this long van gig, like I was expecting to get like everybody was going to be in like wedding gowns in my mind. Right. And the only really like fantastic gown that I thought that was there was this one. And uh, I was much, I was. Uh, Spelt at the time, mm. but uh, still a man, right? And uh, in a Paris too, and I got wow. It's a huge, it's a huge flowy gown. Yes. So the the only thing that did not fit me was the neck. Oh. And uh, so I could not button the neck. And there was, and, and they've that, been talking about it ever since. No, but they just like I suggested, uh, because. That way, I got to wear a bunch of expensive jewelry as well. I was like, "Can't we just pin?" Oh, the long, long jewelry. I bet to is the back stunning. to hold it closed. Right. And you're like, "That's a great idea." Fashion genius. <laughs> I was like, "Yes." Oh, that is stunning. <laughs> Did you get to keep any of the jewelry? No, I didn't get to keep anything. And mm. I, one of the, I still regret this to this day. I think about it sometimes. Oh. There was a whole limited edition set of sculptures of figure wow. of, of figurines that we were actually dressed as wow so every all of the sculptures that were released we were dressed to, to look like all the people that wow. were there um it was they were d- designed for that season and wow. on the way and i left because i'm a good little girl scout stupid bitch i left without they were blind the entire they were everywhere in the store wow and everybody else that was working took theirs on their way out. But I, goody two shoes me, was like, no. I'm not gonna need, need, need that. And then I was standing outside, I remember, in my because I had already changed and I just And Elber Albaz himself said, Girl, didn't you take the statue? He was very sweet. 
Was he? Yeah, he was very, very nice. Mm. Um, and actually, he told them that they could take them, but the security would not let me back in to get mine because I did no longer looked like I belonged at that <sighs> party. <laughs> wow. And everybody was coming. I was waiting. I was like, could you go in? I was, I tell, who, Octavia came out and I was like, Octavia St. Laurent? No. no. The, um, oh, God, who is she? What is her last name? I can't remember. You'd know her if you saw her. Anyway, she was coming down the stairs and I ran to try to get her before the door closed. I was like, could you grab mine for me? And she'd already left. You know, it's good to remember. So everybody has theirs except for mine, except for me. I could have a limited things edition. you missed out on. Right? <laughs> in times like this. Times like these. It's I could have a limited edition figurine. How big were designed they? Designed by. They were big. Probably like 12 inches. Oh my God. You could have sold that on eBay yep. for $1,200. Exactly. There's so many more fun episodes of Sissy Bestie. I do one with DJ Nita, uh, Kevin Aviance, Adam Joseph. Uh, so many fun shows. But I also love Internet Hole. In Internet Hole, we just start at one place on the Internet and let it take us where we take us. Let it take us where it takes us. Now, in this episode of Internet Hole, Linda turned me on to a whole new disgusting world of children's toys that all shit. Internet Hole, Internet Hole, that's when you scroll and scroll, it's an Internet Hole. But I've been watching the doll videos, right? So now what do I get, John? What? What do I get? I get advertised to as a child. So I am seeing all of the hottest toy commercials and one that particularly has caught my eye recently many times is the number one toy of the year behind Baby Yoda, perhaps. Uh, And it is the Gotta Go Flamingo. See, I knew all the hottest toys were about taking a shit. What is this? This is a flamingo that (laughs) shits. This one, actually, John, the kids of today love taking shits. And they love shit-related toys. And the Gotta Go Flamingo is the epitome of that. And we are going to look at it. Yes, we are. You feed it, and it it shakes its little neck around. It's like a little bit like Miss Fuego. (laughs) Long neck. (laughs) Oh, my God. Now, listeners, I did not know about the Gotta Go Flamingo when I was talking about Take a Shit Baby Yoda, the hottest toy of next Christmas. Co- copyright no. patent pending patent pending patent pending patent pending patent pending the gotta go flamingo is already here you put sand into its mouth and it drops down into some sort of water or or, or saline solution and turns it into kinetic sand and that's poop in the top and then you can i bet you can play with the poop okay wait now i have, the, the, I have the commercial let me take a look Uh-oh, gotta go. Feed and put it down. Gotta go. It's gotta go Between me. the two of us, this is my if they put a hay at the end of that, that's a signature Linda James jingle. And uh, with your innovative poop toy technologies, <laughs> where where's our royalties for the gotta go flamingo? I mean, seriously. I can't believe this is a real toy that children oh my God. want to and play it with. It mimics you. It mimics your voice. The box says, "Feed me." I do a magic poop, and then it says, "I repeat what you say." What else do you have to tell me about? I have toys another, that shit. Is there more toys that, that are shit? Continue. Well, we could continue down. I'm curious about. We wanted to look at what were the hottest toys of 2020. I can tell you what one of them is. Another one because I see I, the wait, advertisement I, all the I, time. I, I can. I. I don't even have to look at the computer to tell you what it is. It's diarrhea, Dan. <laughs> it's a hot new toy. It's a, and you feed no. him chili. 
you, it's a, you have fake kinetic sand chili, and you feed him chili, and he has explosive diarrhea. No, John. No. Uh, okay, okay, okay. The... No, no, no. I, I, I'm Guess serious. One more. Guess I'm one more. serious this time, okay? This time I'm not joking. Um, Is it Squirt Sally? <laughs> You said <laughs> is it Squirt Sally? It's a doll. It's not Squirt it's Sally. A, it's a doll. It's no, it's not. It's not. I don't know why that's so funny to me. Oh, Squirt Sally, get your Squirt Sally. <laughs> she takes a major. It's not, John. You're you're building it up to be this big, um, just like um, <laughs> shitting, pissing toy, and it's not. This one's not uh, not a shitter. I'm but sorry. You're close. <sighs> I just need to you're get my squirt Sally, and I need to get my take a shit baby Yoda, and I gotta go to the beach. <laughs> you can't what? Uh, I, I was just thinking about getting my diarrhea Dan, my squirt Sally, and my take a shit baby Yoda, and going to the beach for a little party. You get sand in your, you get sand in your slime and your shits, John. Oh, oh God, I don't want to get sand in my shitting toys. Oh, I needed that. Okay. Internet hole, internet hole. That's when you scroll and scroll. It's an internet hole. You can go up onto the $15 level where you get 10 podcasts a month. That's Sissy Bestie, that's Internet Hole, and then twice a month you'll get Menergy, where Teddy Margus and I take a deep dive into all things dirty and gay. Because you know we like that. We start with the International Mail Catalog, but later on we sh- we cover Big Guns, the classic gay porn by William Higgins. We talk about Jeff Stryker. Uh, it is a real Dirty Kiki. Here's a part of an episode of Menergy where we're talking about Big Guns, the Catalina gay porn classic. The Catalina gay porn classic. Another gay-tastic episode of Menergy. Menergy. The show where me and Teddy go deep on everything gay, and especially dirty gay stuff. Balls deep, Johnny. We We go go balls balls deep. deep. (laughs) Now, this movie really is the reason why this show is what it is, because we started with International Mail, and then we said, God, we need to talk about big guns. And then we said, wait a minute, that's a whole show. Us talking about inappropriate gay stuff in detail, in the dirtiest detail. And because we're on Patreon, there's no haters to worry about. And we can be as as gay and appropriate as we want. Thank you. Honey, goodness. as dirty as I want to be. And we picked the right film. Hello. Oh, did we ever, ladies and gentlemen, today on Menergy, we are going to be talking about the classic Catalina adult gay masterpiece, Big Guns. Honey, when you say masterpiece, you are not lying. I, I watched it again after so long, and it's it holds up, and it's brilliant. It's not only is it brilliant, but the acting is top notch. The, the stories, the story <laughs> is classic. The act, the uh, the 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 looks of the actors, the oh. bodies, the oh. we and we have all seen gay porns where 
you don't get all those bad story, but hot people, uh, you know, interesting concept, but the guys aren't hot enough. Well, in big guns, they did it all. And this music will set the tune, the tone for (laughs) a William Higgins production. Big guns. And they're not joking about the big guns. Starring Mike Henson. (laughs) Mr. Mike Henson. Now, I think this was made around 87. Am I right about that? Yeah, 87. It came out in 87. Catalina Video was like at the top of their game. William Higgins directed pretty much every porn in the universe. All the good ones. All uh, the good ones. And Mike Henson, like, he's in every scene. Like, it's so funny that you're like, oh, they know Mike Henson. Oh, there's Mike Henson. Oh, you look, Mike Henson. William Higgins, the director, was responsible for some of the greatest porno movies of the century. Um, But it's so funny because when we look back at this movie through the, the, the sands of time, I thought this was made in the 70s. It wasn't until recently that I realized it was made in 1980 motherfucking seven. It looks and it feels like a time far gone from that even. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. What else did William Higgins do? I know he did Big Guns because this is a masturbatory classic for me. And then he also did The Young and the Hung, which told, which I will tell you changed my eye. When I saw it, <laughs> I said, this is what I'm interested in. I see. Ah, very nice. William Higgins did, uh, he did uh, Boys of Venice, which is, that was like late 70s. He did one called Pacific Coast Highway, and it was like about these hitchhikers, you know, trying to hitch a ride in Malibu, man. And then they get to the Malibu mansion, and they're like, we're bored, it's raining, well, why don't we just fucking do it? Okay, let's do it. Like, perfect. Like, you can't, his scenarios were perfection. Right. He wasn't afraid to have brothers have sex, okay? That was a theme in a lot of his other ones. I think one of his movies was called brothers can do it brothers yeah yes it was actually he just oh my god and then he became like a mogul because of that like he just it just became like a a whole studio system right and then it it was uh, these were when these porns were made when porns were still shot on film yeah, where they and they uh, what do you call it? They like gorilla filmed it in the Palm Springs Hotel. Like every hotel that they have been in, every single one of the Williams Higgins production. I was like, oh, I know that hotel. I, I was in there. Wow, was in that really, hotel. really interesting, yeah. right? Of course, because they were here in Hollywood, probably. <laughs> yeah, and so a Palm Springs really like when there's even a scene in um, Big Guns where they're going to Palm Springs that right. it literally looks no different than it does now. I was like, wait, this is '87 Palm Springs. It has not changed an iota. I mean, now these now Big Guns. I mean, we uh, should we just get into it? I mean, there's just so much to say. The stars of Big Guns are so hot, so classic porn, and they have a variety of sexy uh, men of different types, from twink to daddy. You you name it, it runs the gamut, from trade to nerd to school to paperboy. I mean, it's all of it. And all of these classic tropes is what William Higgins put in his movies. It was like the paper boy fucking the client, uh, brothers fucking each other, military, of course. Shooting Uh, range. The shooting range. I forgot about that scene. Hello. Of course. That's that's one of the best ones. That is one of the best ones. It's so good. And, you know, I've got to say this about William Higgins. The way he directed it. Um, it was it was just and the performers were just they knew what they were doing and they knew how to do it. Take the opening scene with Mike Henson is laying in his bed and he's waking up and it's so hot. Like the, he's wearing his little tidy whities and he's turning all around. And when he gets up and decides what is, he says, something like uh, uh, it's too fucking cold to go to school and then gets undressed again. But as he's bending over the chair to look out the window, he does this arch with his back and his butthole spread. You're like, this is perfection. 
I mean, yes, the actors who starred in sorry, the music came up again because I was trying to I was looking at all the different stars. Interesting. Okay. I mean, we're talking about just these now there's not one big story in this movie. Uh it's not like they're trying to do some boring uh story. They are they are doing uh, they're, they're following one character, but we only really know about him is that he's a sexy guy. <laughs> he's on leave from some sort of base or barracks or something. Right. He's and, a military guy on right. leave. Now, so it's like describe Mike Henson to the people, Teddy. I mean, give, because I'm staring at him right now. He's just showed me his hole. He is <laughs> he has a lean, tight, perfect swimmer's type body, a little bit of muscle, uh, a light dusting of hair. Currently, he's he's nude, but he's like he, he to look out the window where he'll show his butthole. He puts on his socks, which, yeah. of course, are the long kind with the stripes because it's cold. So socks. he's got a he's peeking out the window. He also doesn't even sit down to put the socks on. He literally can balance on one leg and put his socks on. And I was like, you go, Mike Henson. Your flexibility is just phenomenal. He's giving you a tanned body with the classic perfection of the underwear tan line. He's got that. He's such a typical, I want to say 80s, but well, I guess it could be 80s. The typical 80s hair but he's got that smolder in his eye that's just these dark beautiful sorry, piercing pause. eyes it's too cold to go to school today but it's never too cold to jack off <laughs> i wrote that down wait i literally wrote that down verbatim in quotes too fucking cold to go to school it's never too fucking cold to jerk off and then he, he jerks off in a manner where he, he just is humping the bed to give us all so a beautiful view of his nether regions. So beautiful. Which are a just, beautiful. you know, should be made into a sculpture. If you're talking about a perfect <laughs> hole, a showroom noon, never to shit yeah. hole. Right, this right. This is <laughs> it. everyone i hope you've enjoyed this little trip into the gayest of all time patreon universe and i hope you'll consider joining me i am really having fun reconnecting with so many of my longtime listeners in the comments and in the messages i i get every message i read every message i've just really been enjoying it and it's meant a lot to me that so many people have been listening to me for such a long time and are following me into this new venture and i hope you will too come on sissy let's be sissy besties go to patreon.com slash gayest of all time join on any level and you'll get a podcast every week but you could also get two and we could get 10 a month that's fun isn't it I mean, haven't I given you no free entertainment? Yes, I have. Help a brother out. (laughs) All right. I love you, my little gay babies, and I'll see you on the Patreon. Patreon.